Live from the Interaction Media Studio in Morgantown, this is a special edition of Positively West Virginia and our daily COVID-19 business briefing. I'm your host, Jim Matuga. For those of you joining us live on Facebook, welcome and thanks for tuning in. And for those of you listening on the podcast recording, thanks for joining us as well. We really appreciate you guys. Normally on this podcast, we interview West Virginia business leaders and share their success stories with you and thousands of others each week on iTunes, Spotify, and through our vast distribution network with WVNews.com. Since March 19th, we've been bringing you these daily special edition broadcasts, and we're focused specifically and intentionally around this basic question. What can West Virginia businesses do right now to navigate this current pandemic storm that we're all facing? When we first started this podcast in 2017, our goal was to inspire and equip people in West Virginia with examples of real-life entrepreneurs and business owners who've built their companies right here in West Virginia. Quite simply, we want to help businesses in West Virginia win. When we uh, really appreciate the opportunity to tell these positive stories and these inspirational stories each week, and we encourage people to start their businesses in the Mountain State and keep their companies here and make West Virginia stronger than ever before. Of course, you can learn more about our mission at PositivelyWV.com. Every week, we're going live with these business briefings to help business owners and leaders with practical ideas to use right now. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by Insurance Centers, The State Journal, WVNews.com, and Interaction Media. Today, I'm honored to have on the show Andy Nicely. Andy is publisher at WV News, one of our main sponsors here on the show, and their extensive media holdings, including the Exponent Telegram in Harrison County, the State Journal, Blue and Gold News, and Morgantown News, just to name a few. Andy is highly regarded as an expert in the news and media distribution business in West Virginia, and it's an honor to have him on as our guest today. Andy, thank you for being on the show. Well, Jim, thanks for having me, and wow, uh, thanks for that that introduction. I'm not <laughs> sure about that, but... Uh, Absolutely are. You're very highly regarded. Very well known. Andy, I, before we get into the meat of our discussion, I just have to have to ask you, how are you doing personally right now, you and your family and uh, those that are near and dear to you? You know, we're like everyone else, you know, adjusting to the changes of of social distancing and social distancing at home, mm-hmm. social distancing at work, yeah. uh, not not being able to go to go to your church. Um not, my daughter is a, a freshman at uh, Fairmont Senior High School, so she she's been doing schoolwork from home for over a month now. Uh, so you know it, it's uh, it's a challenge for people, especially people. People, you know, I'm a people person, so I like to be around people. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, it's good to hear. I uh, I was inspired on Sunday with your wonderful uh, Easter Sunday column in the Exponent Telegram, and I just uh, wanted to give you a little shout out for that. That was uh, very uplifting, and uh, you uh, you're an excellent writer. You're you're a, a basically a career newspaper man, a newspaper. Uh, uh, professional out there and, and that's how you're you know regarded but i i love your heart and the way that you care about west virginia and and moving us forward so andy i want to i want to get into a couple of different things with you number one what do you what are you hearing out there um you you come in contact with businesses all over west virginia what are some of the things you're hearing out about there about the current status of of business and what's uh, you know some of the things people are experiencing right now well certainly you know, this COVID-19 event is something like we've never faced before. Mm-hmm. Uh, no one's faced it. 
Uh, you know, we've gone through a lot of events uh, in our lifetime uh, that would have some similarities to it. Uh, you know, when you talk about the, you know, 9-11, when you talk about the, the real, you know, the financial crisis uh, of 2008, um, you know, things that really shook the world, shook the foundation of, of our economies. But nothing in our lifetime has ever shut down businesses, hmm. you know, and forced people to stay at home. And so there's nothing that's ever been like that. So people are searching for answers, but they're, you know, they're certainly, a, they don't know. I think there's a great hope. I think because of, you know, the great job that, that our, our healthcare leaders uh, have done, and in terms of, of making sure that we understand the best way to defeat this this virus was to do social distancing and to do good hygiene and and not touch your hands to your face yes. and those sort of things. I mean, obviously, the numbers in West Virginia are well below what the original projections were. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I just think about as you're talking about that the Governor Justice's task force that he's assembled. I mean, you couldn't ask for better leaders uh, to come around a table, so to speak, even though they're all at a Zoom call nowadays, uh, you know, being able to uh, to lead us and, and give us uh, great advice. I think that's uh, that's really important. And and you're uh, right. I just watched the governor's briefing uh, just before this call going live with you. And uh, it's very encouraging, even though we still have to you know keep our diligence up and, and uh, all be working together to to combat this thing. Um, I think that's real important to uh, to give that acknowledgement as well. So, 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 so yeah, Jim, what I would say in addition yep. to that would, would be that everybody's wondering what's the next step. Yes. How do we how do we open back up? Right. And when will that take place? And what will that look like? And I think that's going to depend a lot on different parts of the state where you're located at. Yeah. The counties that's got some hot spots may have a different reopening than, than counties that are more rural and have very little cases or, or deaths from, from COVID-19. Yeah. But I do think West Virginia will come out early among the states in terms of being back open for business. Yeah, absolutely. And to that end, Andy, I know that um, there's a lot of businesses out there that are hurting. Some are shut down completely. Some are still kind of getting by and some are, some are, uh, you know, kind of wondering like, Hey, you know, I think that, you know, we can actually uh, make something this on the other side of, of the calm. Once we get to the calm waters, as I've been saying, but something that, that kind of piqued my interest uh, recently was uh, West Virginia News, WV News, uh, came out with a new program called the Unity Matching Grant Fund. And it's meant to help, um, you know, businesses that are kind of been in, injured or impacted negatively by this whole situation over the last month or so. And I would love to to give you an opportunity, Andy, to kind of talk about what you guys are doing innovation-wise, uh, unleashing this uh, Unity Matching Grant Fund to people out there in North Central West Virginia and, and around your market areas. You know, Jim, we're, we're community media. We're, we're locally owned, 100% locally owned. Brian Jarvis and his wife own WV News and, and all the publications and websites as part of it. And with that in mind, we're very rooted in serving local communities, local businesses, and and being good partners with local businesses to help them prosper. <clears throat> in doing that, you know, when when our communities thrive, we're we're going to thrive. 
And when our communities suffer and the businesses suffer, then we suffer as well. Mm. So we we feel like it, it's it's our responsibility to help get small businesses back on their feet as soon as you know state government tells us we can we can start the process of opening back up. With that, uh, Brian Jarvis, who again is our president and our owner, um, <clears throat> came across a plan that Ogden newspapers out of Wheeling actually rolled out. And we looked at that plan, and we both loved it, and, and we adopted and adapted their plan to a local plan. Now, they're doing a million dollars over – they've got almost 100 daily newspapers spread all the way across the country, all the way to Hawaii. You know, we have 15 publications here in West Virginia – well, 14 in West Virginia and one in Garrett County, Maryland. Yep. So, you know, it's all lo- relatively local. And, and Brian committed to a $500,000 unity matching grant fund. So basically what that is, is we have businesses going online um, to WV News slash grants to fill out an application. An application's got some basic questions on it. And based on, based on those questions, uh, we review those applications and we are granting matching funds for a three-month period, May, June, and July, and it could go from as low as a hundred dollars a month all the way up to five thousand dollars a month. Wow, that's huge! And so, how how does it actually work? Then that's it's a way for these small businesses to kind of once once we're reopening to get back up on their feet in a quick way. So every every dollar that they're spending promoting their business, getting attention, and new people uh, attracted to their business, you're going to be having a grant that matches that dollar for dollar, basically? Yeah, basically, it's going to give them the ability to start back up strong with a marketing plan, but only really it's going to cost them half yeah. what it normally would because we're covering the other half with the matching grant. Yeah, that's incredible. Now, the other thing we're doing is, is listen, we're, 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 we're allowing a 90-day delayed payment plan hmm. so it, it helps them get back on their feet by getting uh the marketing and advertising out for their business that they need to start back up and the second thing is there's no there's not pressure to pay right away they got a 90-day window well it gives them a 90-day window to get cash flow flowing again exactly <laughs> I mean, that's awesome i mean what a what an innovative plan and so yeah you know that's interesting because you know one of the things common themes since we've been doing this almost a month now going daily with these podcasts we've had just incredible guests you've referred a lot of people to us to to be on the show and we've been talking with folks and, and one of the th- common themes that I hear just about every episode with, with talking with people like yourselves leaders out there in, in the community in West Virginia community is that innovation is going to be sparked big time and we're seeing that and I'm so inspired by innovative approaches that people are already taking even if they're shut down they're trying to figure out ways to keep their restaurant you know, operating the kitchen by doing, you know, takeout and delivery and these kinds of things. And you're seeing that across all spectrum of companies. But this is something really and truly unique. I, I love the fact that it's a collaboration with maybe another newspaper. You got the idea, sparked something. You guys c- took it and brought it to the market. And I, I love that innovation. I, I love the, the fact that you're talking about how we're, you know, we are all in this together. You know, and, and I love the way that you articulated, you know, when when your customers do well, you do well. When they suffer, you suffer. And this is a way for everybody to kind of to uh, to to 
really work together to benefit all concerned. And I think that is that that is awesome. And I really uh, want to commend you for that and that creative way of thinking and bringing innovation to the marketplace. Andy, um, obviously, uh, you're you're running multiple newspapers, and I got to tell people, the audience that's listening today, you know. WV News has extreme reach in West Virginia and, like you said, in Western Maryland, Garrett County, and millions of page views each month. And not only through the, through the websites, but the different publications that you put out there and some of the most you know notable titles, like I said, the Exponent Telegram, the State Journal. Uh, you guys are, are – that's got to be challenging in the way that you're operating just from a physical standpoint. You've got reporters out there. You've got – pre-production, press people, you've got salespeople. How are you guys faring, and what are some of the things that you're doing to uh, really adapt to the to the new way of business right now? Well, I, I think, obviously, your reporting's being done more over the phone than it is face-to-face. But our reporters are doing a great job going out there and telling the local story and the local impact of, of what COVID-19's having on our communities. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the challenging part of that, anytime you see a crisis, is is day after day, when you when you see negative things happening, it does tend to wear on you. And we, you know, John Miller, our executive editor, and I have talked many times about you know making sure we we recognize how that impacts our reporters. Now, the great thing about it is all of our reporting staff. Uh, you know, it, it's interconnected. So you you could be a reporter, and we have we have a reporter in Morgantown who who writes for all of our publications. Uh, so depending on what the content is, it, it could end up in the State Journal, the Exponent, Telegram, and and you know the the Weston and Bridgeport and Fairmont News. If it's something out Garrett County, it's going it could end up in 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 the Preston News and Journal. Morgantown business, you'd be surprised at connections between Morgantown and, and, and Oakland, Maryland, Garrett County. Sure. So, you know, there's a lot of good things about being able to, when you're a reporter, have the, the, the breadth of, of what we publish and what we do online. I mean, our digital audience, as you mentioned, it's normally over 3 million page views a month. And during this coronavirus event, we're up about 60% on page, page views. Wow. And, um, you know, with that, we have a lot of opportunities from a digital marketing standpoint. So with this uh, equity matching grant fund, it's for both print products and digital products that we have. The other thing I'd like to mention, you mentioned about the restaurants and and local restaurants and trying to keep help them stay open. We we actually launched another program where we're putting up uh, PDF of local restaurants um, on each of our local websites. So in, in, a, in the Exponent Program website, you're, you're getting Harrison County restaurants. Uh, in, in Garrett County, Maryland, it's Garrett County. Even Morgantown, uh, morgantownnews.com, which is a digital-only uh, news source, we are putting up, um, I think, six or seven menu uh, menus today for local restaurants. Wow. That's awesome. Now, yep. And and the other thing about all that too, Jim, is is that uh, the irony in all this is Morgantown, West Virginia, is our number one digital hotspot. Yeah. And we don't have a print publication there. Yeah, that's incredible. So so Andy, obviously, you know, w- 
just listening to your testimony there, what you're what you guys are doing and how you're adapting to these changes, it sounds like, you know, obviously you had an infrastructure built out that kind of prepared you to deal with a situation like this. I'm sure you had to tweak it a little bit to get it, you know, fine-tuned over the last four or five weeks, but it sounds like you you built this digital platform. You've got all this stuff going. You got these these reporters going everywhere. How many how many folks um, are, are you responsible for in your in your company? Uh, you know, I'm the publisher, so I'm responsible for day-to-day operations. We have over 100 employees and about 70 contractors. Wow. So now, directly, you, directly on a day-to-day basis, yep. probably about 25. Right. So, so how? Uh, I'm I'm going to kind of pick your brain here because I, I'm 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 very interested. In, uh, first of all, I admire you as a leader. Have for a long time. I've known you for a long time, working in the newspaper industry myself for many years. But, but I think about you know. What are some leadership lessons that we can learn from going through a crisis like this? Like you were saying, you know, we've never seen businesses shut down like this. And, and I just I think that there's you, you're a guy that's been around. You've seen a lot of things. What are some leadership lessons that we should be taking away potentially well, from, first, from this? First of all, don't panic. Yes. And, and never let them see you sweat. <laughs> uh, so, uh, you know, we do, I, I do that behind closed doors, but no, honestly, it's about clear communication. It's yeah. about uh, trusting your team, um, making sure that you hear their input and their concerns, and uh, you do everything you can to alleviate those. Yeah, absolutely. Are, 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 do you have a, a lot of your teammates, uh, team members there at WV News? Are they working from home primarily, or is it a mixed bag? Yeah, I'd say two third, about two thirds of our staff is working from home. Yeah, that's reporters, that's uh, sales and marketing people, uh, some, some copy editors. Everybody's, you know, pretty much going to work from home is working from home. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, I hear this quite a bit, and I, I feel it myself. You know, I have a, a small team as well, and, and, and like a lot of small businesses out there, less than 10, 10 members. And, you know, it, it's difficult to to lead. And, you know, I'm a, I'm a people person. I know you are, too. And not, not having that face-to-face communication and being able to, you know, just to have that relational um impact that we have when we're in a same building with somebody working in an office has been difficult for a lot of us. Are you, uh, how are you kind of dealing with that situation with a remote team? Well, you know, actually we, we took this from you. <laughs> we're doing what, we're doing what you what you do and that's use Zoom. Yeah. And, uh, well, actually it's uh, Google meets is what yep. we're using. Yep. And, and right now my whole team's, uh, sitting on my laptop <laughs> and I hit a button and I can look at them, but we also can message each other or call each other. Yeah. But we have a team meeting every morning now. Yeah. Uh, that's, usually that was once a week, uh, but we do it every morning. And uh, um, just also to be there to answer questions because, you know, it is a little different sales operation uh, when you're working remotely and you're not seeing people face to face. But it's, you know, with all of the great technology that's out there, uh, you can really adapt and take advantage of it. And, you know, listen, the, the, the local mom and pop shops that we're, that we're dealing with every day, they need, they, they're using that technology too. Yeah. Because, you know, there's just 
only so much time in a day, and you have to become as efficient and effective as possible. You know, once you've built that, that, that business relationship and, and that trust and understanding, uh, then, then, you know, technology's a good way to communicate. Absolutely. Our guest once again today is Andy Nicely. Andy is the publisher at WV News and their vast media holdings, including the Exponent Telegram, a very well-known, highly respected newspaper in Harrison County and Clarksburg, uh, the State Journal, of course, the statewide business newspaper paper that most of us uh, go to for business information around the state, Golden Blue, New, Blue and Gold News, and the Morgantown News, just to name a few. Andy, you know, if you if you had an opportunity, which we do right now, we have a lot of people tuned into this podcast each uh, each day that we're publishing out. Actually, a couple thousand, several thousand are, are, are seeing the message each day. What's one piece of advice you would give to small business owners, those mom and pops that you were talking about uh, just a minute ago? What's one piece of advice you would give them going through this crisis? Well, going through the crisis is is it, it's always going to be find your niche. Mm-hmm. You know, find that find that thing that you do special uh, that, that differentiates you from everybody else. Because you know, in today's market, uh, Amazon is is accounting for probably one out of every five sales that's taken place. Walmart's probably taking another one out of five. And, and you take the rest of the internet and digital sites that's out there fighting for that local market share. Mm-hmm. You've got to differentiate. You've got to provide something, some service, some, some knowledge, some, some uh, you know, something special that brings people back to you every day. Yeah. It's the basics, isn't it? It is the basic. Yeah, I, I was on a call earlier this morning uh, with a group of business people, and one of the well, fellows that was on the call was uh, he owns a paint store, you know, and and he said, you know, I don't know what to do. I'm putting st- stuff on social media, and nobody's responding. And and, and one of the things that uh, that, that I, I always go back to, and it was a piece of advice I gave him, is you, you need to understand, you know, the problem that you solve for people, right? You need to understand that, and then you need to be able to articulate it. That's kind of telling the story, right? So understanding what the problem is exactly. and how your product product helps them solve the problem, to me, is is what it's all about. And and I, I do feel my heart goes out to people that are shut down right now, you know, and, and I do hear that uh, quite a bit, you know, some of these smaller retail shops and, and things like that. I drove down High Street here in Morgantown yesterday, and I, I couldn't help but notice there was – I think there was four stores that had – you know, had completely closed and had their, you know, paper, craft paper over the windows saying for rent, you know, and I'm like, wow, that's, that happened quick. And that's kind of a sad, you know, a real sad story. Obviously, you know, people's dreams and hopes uh, kind of vanished in, in a, just a four or five week period. But on the other side of the, of the, of the stormy waters, like I said, I keep saying this is the, uh, the calm seas are going to be there and we're going to have tons of opportunities. What are some some uh, opportunities, Andy, that you think are going to come out of out of this once we get to those calm waters. Well, I, I think our lives are, have been changed somewhat forever. Okay, we we're we're going to have new habits and we're going to change the way we do some things because this has impacted the world. Now, with that said, locally, how do you how do you make a community come back together when you've been forced apart with social distancing. Um, but, you know, I, I absolutely believe that, especially in West Virginia, 
we're, we've always been a close knit group of people, uh, even though we social distance very well. Mm-hmm. And and with that, you, you you know the things that make us special are the things that's going to bring us back together, and the community events, uh, the plays, you know, going out to dinner, going to friends, neighbors, going to your your church. Uh, going and, and shopping somewhere where you, you know, it's your favorite place to go. Yeah. As long as you give them a reason to come back, I think they'll come back. Yeah, I agree. It's funny because, you know, you've been a partner. You were actually one of the first people that heard the idea of doing Positively West Virginia. And if it wasn't for Andy Nicely and Brian Jarvis, uh, this show would never have taken off. And, and we've been doing it since 2017. And, and the, the one of the questions that I ask you know, just about every guest on there on the interview uh, show each week is, you know, what um, what what is thing you like most about doing business in West Virginia and just about every person says the people you know it's not you know that you know the beauty and the scenery and all we all take that kind of for granted and, and everything but the people in it it is actually um, very true the people here are different and and we have a uh, a, a spirit of, of maybe an, uh, even a little bit of an underdog mentality where, we, you know, we have this grit and determination and we're going to get through it. And I, I you know, kind of echo uh, what you were saying at the beginning of, of the podcast here where, you know, listening to the, the governor's task force and the healthcare leaders and, and even going up to the, you know, the CDC, if we if we abide by those, you know, those leaders um, recommendations, then we're going to be in a better spot. And we, we are doing that. And I feel like that's a really great thing and and as we come out of this um i can only think that we're going to help lift each other up we're going to be pulling for each other in ways that we haven't even before and it's always been great but i think it's going to be even more elevated so i concur with you in that and and i appreciate you let me throw my two cents in there too because well, I'm, absolutely Jim. you know one thing i, I really want to say here is is listen positively west virginia was jim matuga's idea Okay, and we were fortunate enough because you and I have known each other for 20 some years that we formed a partnership with it. And we've been trying to set a positive tone and telling the good things about mostly small business, people that hardly ever, you know, get the attention they deserve. But they are, you know, they're the grassroots of, of business in West Virginia. I mean, what is it? Some ninety percent of all West Virginians work for a small business. Yeah, it's incredible. Okay, so yeah. It's incredible, and, and and telling those stories, and we did it in print, and we did it, you know, on on your podcast, and and now with this COVID nineteen environment, you're focusing a daily podcast on how local businesses can respond, and I applaud you for that vision. Oh, thanks, Andy. I appreciate that, and appreciate you. You know, I think that. Um, you you know we are going to get through this. That's not just rah rah. I mean we're seeing it. We're seeing. I'm I'm feeling uh, just uh, just with the governor's briefing today. I feel very optimistic. We have to remain diligent and vigilant in the hygiene and the social distancing, like we talked about. Uh, but I do think that once we get to those calm waters, West Virginia is going to be uniquely positioned. Clay Marsh said it uh, a couple of days ago when I had him on the show. He was just talking about the fact that we are going to. to 
you know, to be probably one of the most least impacted uh, and in our physical location in proximity to two-thirds of the population of the country is going to set us up in a position maybe where we can can really uh, capitalize on this if we do it right. And I, I believe we will do it right. So Yeah, think about that from an economic development and recruitment standpoint. Oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, we, we, we've, used, we've used the outdoor lifestyle and, and the beautiful areas we live in as a selling point. But, you know, in the midst of all this, based on the numbers and how they're trending for West Virginia, that could be a real selling point for, you know, quality of life, safety and security, and almost having West Virginia. You got it right there. I mean, that's that's going to be strong. I mean, we're going to, you're exactly right. I had, uh, Amy Haberbush uh, Wilson on uh, from Harrison County uh, just a couple of days ago on this podcast, and she, we talked about that same thing and the collaboration and and the messaging is going to be essential to uh, to getting that off the ground. Uh, Andy Nicely once again is our uh, our guest today. He's the publisher at WV News. Uh, Andy, you know, as we wrap up our time here today, what's the best way for people to learn more about you and perhaps even get in touch with you and learn more about WV News? Well, wvnews.com is our website, and you certainly can go there. Um, you know, in terms of, you know, if you'd like to hook up with me on LinkedIn, uh, Andy Nicely at LinkedIn uh, would, would work very well. And uh, my email address and, and, and phone numbers are in every one of our publications and every one of our websites. Awesome. Uh, we'd love to hear from you because we really want to tell West Virginia's story, and we want to tell your story. Yeah, absolutely. Andy, uh, do you have any final words that you'd like to share before we sign off? You know, Jim, I hope that as this all passes, that we learn some things about the hectic lifestyle we've been living, about where our focus has been and maybe where it should be. Mm. Um, I think God has blessed us richly, and this is an opportunity for us to make sure that we seek His face and seek His will in our lives. Mm. Amen. Absolutely. Andy, once again, I thank you for being on the show today, and I appreciate you sharing this wisdom with our audience. And you know, most importantly, I, I really appreciate you, man. I think you're doing a great job, and uh, bit, I'm a big fan of Andy Nicely. And I'm a big fan of yours, Tim. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> All right, man. Great. That, that's awesome. Folks, that's it for today's Positively West Virginia Daily COVID-19 Business Briefing. My hope is that we brought you some valuable insight, some wisdom that you can use in your business as we all work to navigate these uncharted waters. I want to take a moment to just thank our sponsors for Positively West Virginia. They are the Insurance Centers, the State Journal, WVNews.com, and Interaction Media. We'll be coming to you live every weekday as this pandemic continues with these special business briefings. On behalf of our entire Positively West Virginia team, I'm your host, Jim Matuga. Stay safe, stay healthy, and stay positive, West Virginia.